Hallelujah. Is that a beautiful testimony? Fantastic. What a te beautiful testimony we've heard today. I want to just spend a few more minutes and then wrap up the service. But I believe that for all of us seated here today, this part of this testimony reaches out to us. I want to beg of all of you, those at the back, please, no chatting, no talking. Can I have your rapt attention for the next 15 or 20 minutes? I'm going to bring this service to a close. And then and this part one to a close and we continue. But I need to just read a passage of scripture or just a verse of scripture to us. And um, in Acts chapter 16, we see uh, Paul and Silas incarcerated for and a number of uh, for some days and time they were in prison a filthy dungeon cell they were locked up they were their hands and and feet were in stocks they were bound and there were other prisoners lying by and hanging around and the bible says that at midnight paul and silas they prayed and they praised god somebody shout amen do I have your, if I have your attention, give me a wave. If you can hear me, give me a wave of your hand. Beautiful. Now, they, could, they, they, they prayed and they praised God. The Bible said, the prisoners heard them. They heard them praising God and praying and praising God. And eventually, as we read in the Bible, the chains fell off. The prison doors opened at their own will. Long before we had remote control gates and doors. In the Bible, doors were opening by themselves. I see doors opening for you. I said, I see doors opening for you. But you know, this is a very serious um, uh, encounter because the prison guard was asleep. But when he woke up and he saw all the prison doors opened, the gates there. So I don't know whether anybody has been to prison before. Not that you are the prisoner, but you have visited somebody in prison before. Now you will discover that the the bars are solid. The gates are solid iron. It's not easy to just walk out or open them. I mean, uh, open them. But in this case, Bible says that when the when the guard got up, the gates were opened wide, widely opened. And then he knew that the prisoners, the prisoners had escaped. And he knew that was his last opportunity. He was a dead man. So he decided to kill himself. But just when he was about to kill himself, let me read to you from Acts chapter 16 and um, verse 27. The Bible says, And the keeper of the prison awakened out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had fled. Verse 28. The Bible says, But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm. Tell your neighbor, Do yourself no harm. Hold the ear and put the ear and tell him, Do yourself no harm. Do you know that many a time we hate ourselves? We hate and we harm ourselves. We do things that destroy our lives. We do things that, that, that ruin your life. 
some of the things we drink, some of the things we smoke, some of the way we behave, we hate ourselves. Paul says that, do yourself no harm. I came to tell somebody here, don't hurt yourself. Don't destroy your life. There's hope for your life. Look down and say, I receive hope from God. I pray for you today. Today will end that your time of searching. Your days of looking around and looking for hope. Let today be the end of your search. May you find Jesus to bring life to your life. Shout your loudest amen. So the Bible says, Paul said, do yourself no harm. For we are all here. And so, the next verse, verse 29. The Bible says, then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before the prisoners Paul and Silas and the Bible says the next verse the Bible says that and brought them out and said says what must I do to be saved this is my question the question I need to answer today this is the question we need to address today somebody say amen I said this is a very short message and I need your attention the Bible says that the man the jailer asks the, uh, the prisoners says what must I do to be saved hallelujah what must I do to be saved there are several questions in the Bible and this is one of the most important questions what must I do to be saved hallelujah must i go to school it's important to go to school must i get a job important to get a job but what is it that is going to bring salvation to you what must i do to be saved and i need for us today as we sit here to address this question to answer this question and we'll be out of here what must i do what must I do? Ask your neighbor, what must I do? What must I do to be saved? What a question. What must I do to be saved? Debbie, what must I do? The, 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 because the, the, the God, the, the jailer was wondering, what is it about these guys that make them so solid and strong in the face of adversity, in the face of turmoil, in the face of death? They were not afraid. They were willing to confront death, confront situation, and they were bored and were praising God even in prison. And the jailer said, what must I do to be saved? Now listen, listen. I need for you to, if you want to call it, have a title for what I'm preaching about, you can call it Roadblocks to Hell. Roadblocks to Hell. I have an, an, an inspector, police inspector, inspector, where are you? Where is the inspector? Is it somewhere? Uh, at the back, beautiful. I have an inspector right at the back there. Sir, I'm happy to see you. Happy to have you in church. I mean, in, at various times, he will tell you, they have, they put block, blocks roadblocks and checkpoints sometimes when they don't be able to veer off to some sensitive area security zones they put roadblocks roadblocks so that people will not go to where they are not supposed to go to so what i'm asking you to what i'm telling you today friends brothers and sisters my dear friends what are the roadblocks 
You know, Bible says that God has no pleasure in the death of the sinner. Can I preach to anybody here? Do I, do I have your attention? I know you're hungry, but you keep looking at me. I'm preaching. Very short. You know, the question we need to, what we need to address today in this service what are the blocks that God puts away? Because hell is a place of torment. I don't know what you think. You think that you are suffering in Nigeria. Go to hell and see. You think that my family, listen, you don't know anything yet. You think that oh, the problems I have, that you, no, you, you cannot compare the torment and the, and the torture in hell to the problem you have here. I'm talking to somebody here. Are you in church today? Listen to me. I came to church to speak to every young man, every young, everybody hearing me today. God has put checks and checks in your way and, and, and roadblocks. So you will not go to where you are where you where, where you are planning to go to. I've been in school, like Pastor Edward said. I've had classmates. Oh, I can always remember when I sat in the class with one of my friends, very intelligent boy. He topped all the subjects in school. He would take all the prizes. But along the way, he fell into bad company. May God deliver you from bad company in Jesus' name. Come on, shout your loudest amen. If you are sitting by your friend, tell your friend, I'm warning you, don't destroy my life. No, tell him, I'm, 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 I'm warning you. Don't lead me astray. Don't lead me astray. Ah, nobody will lead you astray in Jesus' name. You'll serve God in Jesus' name. You walk with God in Jesus' name. Somebody shout Amen. Look, doesn't start. Sit, 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 sit. Don't sit on. Okay, come and sit on the stage if you want. Now listen, listen. I'm just about to finish what I'm talking about. So roadblocks. Somebody say roadblocks. I hear you say roadblocks. At the back, shout roadblocks. All the brothers shout roadblocks. All the sisters shout roadblocks. Now, roadblocks is something that you cannot cross. It's supposed to block you. But it takes a lot of efforts to cross that block. To cross that barrier. That barrier that has been placed in your way. You, you don't have to go to the, a, a place of disaster. So, they put checkpoints and roadblocks. Sometimes, even on the road, you see a, a big truck has broken down. And they put various things there to warn you that along the way there is danger. Am I right? You see, they'll put sometimes a, 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 a leaf or a triangle or this thing that as you go along, a, a truck can broken down. So if you don't slow down, if you don't take care, you run and crush into the car and die. I have a pastor friend. He had gone for a vigil. And he was coming home with his wife. And there was a big truck that had broken down. And they had put signs there. He didn't see the sign. Early morning, Saturday, 4 a.m. He drove straight into the truck and died on the spot. What a shock. Now listen, my friends. Listen, my friends. Everybody look at me. I'm saying that within a few minutes, I'm done. So what are the roadblocks that God has placed in our way? Look, if this is a roadblock, this chair is a roadblock, and you want to cross, it's a barrier that has been placed in your way, please, don't cross this barrier. This barrier is supposed to prevent you from going to hell. So what are the roadblocks? Number one, the blood of Jesus. 
Somebody said the blood of Jesus. And you shout the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is a roadblock, my friends. It's a roadblock to prevent you from destruction. Jesus paid the price for your son. Can I talk to anybody here? Can I preach to anybody in your church? Jesus knew our sin, knew your sin, your shortcoming. He said, look, I'm going to pay the price. I'm going to pay the price for your son. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. So the blood of Jesus is a roadblock. It's, a, it's supposed to prevent you from, the, to, from going to the place of destruction. May you never cross the blood. May you never jump over the blood. Somebody shout amen. On your way to hell, God has put the blood blood there. Say the blood will stop you. The blood will stop your life from destroying. The blood will stop you from from destroying. The blood will prevent you from ruining your life. May the blood speak for you. May the blood answer your question. May the blood stop you from destruction. Are you still in church? Am I talking to anybody here? So come 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 right so if this young man here this young man here wants to go to hell stand here just as an example as just an example he go to hell and the blood is a block and he still wants to go what must he do he must find a way he must jump over the blood say i don't need your blood can you jump over it no no i want you to do it just do it you see the blood is there but he's still going the blood jesus came to die for your sin but he's still going jump over it jump over it so look at him look at him he didn't care say i don't care what jesus did i don't care about the blood i don't care the price he paid i'll go i'll go waste my life so he jumps over the blood the blood somebody said the blood but this young man doesn't care he doesn't care about the blood. He doesn't care what Jesus has done for me. I want to live my life. I want to have fun. I want to do what I want to do. Nobody, even the blood, cannot stop me. That's what he's saying. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? Are you still here? Number two. Come, come back. So, he has downed the blood. I don't need the blood. Another roadblock is the word of God. The word of God. You see, God brought you here this Sunday morning to come and hear his word. If you can hear his word, the word will save you. The word will deliver you. The word will set you free. The word will turn your life around. The word will bring deliverance to your life. Somebody say the word. Come on, shout the word. Shout the word. So some of you, bless God, when you're in school, they gave you a Bible. You have Gideon's Bible. You have all the words in your house, but you don't care about it. I can remember one of my friends in school. He took the Bible and tore a page in front of us in, 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 the, in the dormitory. He tore a sheet of the Bible and wrote we in it and smoked it to prove that the Bible is an ordinary book. My brothers and sisters, I came to tell you the Bible is not like an ordinary book. The Bible is not a constitution of Nigeria. The Bible is not like Shakespeare's book. The Bible is not like biological biology book. The Bible is not a physics book. The Bible is a word of God. It is the word of God. 
is the word of God. Is the word of God. I'm preaching. I heard I'm preaching. Oh, Kato Shaka Bahataya. Are you seeing church? But some of you, look at this man. He wants to. So there's the blood. Jump over, jump over. Give me a second chair. And the chair. Chair number two. So he jumped over the jump of the blood. Jump over it. Jump over it. Now number two. In other words, I don't need a word. I don't care about the word. Take your word away. The word is useless. The word is so, so you see, God has put roadblocks quickly. Don't let them don't let them come to the front disturbing the service. Now listen. Listen, listen to me. So here is the gentleman. He wants to go to hell. But can I tell you something? God has not destined that anyone should perish. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching, I'm preaching. You are not supposed to die and go to hell. You are not supposed to I mean, destroy your life. You will not die and go to hell. Say I will not die and go to hell. Say like your voice is yours. I will not die and go to hell. Ah, if you want to go, if you want to go to hell ignore the blood if you want to go to hell ignore the word let the word not be relevant to you am i talking to anybody here number three give me a third chair if you can can i have a chair and a chair no no you are the one go to hell stand at your place go and stand at your place now listen the next chair you can call this your mother's prayers Jump over it. The blood. Hey! Jump, jump over this one too. Ah! Do you hear what Pastor Edward said? He said that his mother's prayers. Thank God for spiritual mothers, godly mothers who pray for their children. Lord, save my child, deliver my child. Lord, give my child hope, give my child future. Bless God for praying mothers. I don't say fathers don't pray, but mother's prayers are special. Are you still in church? I say, are you still in church? Some of you don't know how much your mother prayed for you. How much your parents prayed for you. How they interceded for you. Oh, I guess remember, bless God for my lovely, godly, spiritual mother, 85 years old. I thank God for her life. When we're children, who wake us up in the morning. When we're eight years, nine years, who wake us up, come and have devotion. We have, a lot of times we thought it was nuisance, but it was her prayers that has made us who we are today. May you, may, may you respond to the prayers of your mothers and prayers of your fathers. Somebody shout your loudest, Amen. People have prayed for you. Ah, sometimes, you know, I don't come from a wealthy home. I come from a, a humble background. Humble is the same as poor. It's more diplomatic to say humble than poor. So I come from a humble background. Humble background. My mother sold her clothes when I was going to university. She would take her, her clothes, sell it to a neighbor to go until that she can pay my school fees. What a mother. Mothers are angels. I did say fathers are devils. I said mothers are angels. Somebody shout amen. But beyond helping, beyond selling her clothes, beyond giving me all that she had, she also prayed. Prayed for me. Prayed sometimes I could hear, Mama Master, am I right? Mama Master, am I right? I could hear my mother praying. 
Sometimes we could hear her, Lord, my children, and my children, listen to me, listen to me. When I see people have gone in their knees to pray, my mother will kneel and she would by her bedside. Sometimes she'll be crying, Oh God, oh God, don't let my children fall into bad hands. Oh God, save my children. Oh God, don't let them destroy their life. I could sometimes we could hear her crying and praying. Crying and praying. As you're sitting in church today, somebody's prayer has brought you here. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Somebody's intercession has brought you here. Your father may not give you, may not have money to give you, but he has prayer to offer to God. Your mother may not have money to give, but she has prayer to offer. Offer. Offer to God. Tears that you have shared for us. Tears that you have shared for you and I. We are sitting here today as a pastor. Many times I've heard mothers have come to me. They'll come, I said, they'll come and sit in my office and they're crying. Bishop, my son, I can't control him again. My son is one wayward and rebellious. I always remember a lady. She came to our church. The church was posturing in Accra. She came and said, Please, Bishop, I have a son. He's in London. A very rebellious and difficult son. He said, Anywhere you spread the word bad, he qualifies. B A D D A B A D B. Anywhere you spread the word bad, he's inside. He said, It's a very bad boy. And the woman told me that, and he's breaking my heart. So, if you young men, you're breaking your parents' hearts, you have no idea. Nobody can control, nobody can advise you. You're breaking their hearts. The woman told me, my son is breaking my heart. I said, Ma, what can I do? She said, I came with an offering. I want to put this offering in the basket. And I want you to pray and join me to intercede for my son. I said, Ma, God will hear your prayer. Three years later, I was preaching in our church in London. And then, at a point, I looked and I saw that woman who I met three years earlier, sitting right there. I remembered her and I said, Ma, what are you doing here? Whilst I was preaching, and she said, I came for a visit. And I said, I remember the prayer for your son. How is your son? He said, Bishop, look at him. He's an usher in the church. He's an usher in the church. God has reached out to her. God has touched him. God has saved him. Today, his son is a full-time pastor, preaching from nation to nation. I see God touching the, your loved one's life. Somebody shout amen. Are you still here? But look at this boy. He doesn't care. I don't need come, come here. Come here again. Jump over the blood. Say, I don't need a blood. I don't need a blood. I don't need a blood. The roadblock. I don't care. Jump over it. Wait, wait, wait. I don't need a blood. Number two, the word. I don't need a word. Number three, my mother's prayers are useless. Jump over it. Jump over it. I don't need any prayer. He is on his way to hell. But there are roadblocks and he's passing by and overcoming the roadblocks. Number four. Let me take this chair, man. It's okay. It's okay. Let me take this chair. Now listen. This. This. It's your near-death experiences. Near-death. But said what? You said it. That you had an accident. There was an accident. That was disastrous. But God, you escaped. Some of you have been sick. Near to death. But somehow you are alive. 
Maybe saying because of yourself, it's because God has given you an opportunity to meet Him. Say, preach, preach, or preach. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Some of the experiences you have had by now, you should be dead. You should be dead by now, but you are alive. You are alive not because of because you are, you are so good and you are so, it's because God's mercy has spared you. Near death experiences. My mother tells me when I was a child, I go so sick, they think I wasn't going to live. But somehow, some way, somehow, some way, God spared my life. Some of you have had experiences. Your friends have died. People you know have died. People that you work with have died. I remember when I was in secondary school. One day there was a there, there, there was a there was a picnic in town. The students were all marching in the streets of one of the cities of Ghana, Cape Coast. As we are marching through the streets, I always remember, you know, I wasn't there that evening, Saturday evening. I had gone out of campus, but the whole school were marching on the street when a man drove his car. You know, when students, you know, students are happy marching in town, shouting and all that. This man came around driving his car, and people start banging on the car, <laughs> making noise just for fun the man got angry he went around went and then turned off his lights and came back with speed through the students who were marching knocking people down left right center speed knocking them down knocking them down my best friend a friend i used to eat with we studied the same subjects we did the same subject in school. A very intelligent guy. He, he was my roommate. We all we are four of us were in the same room. That day, they found him lying by the wayside dead. If I was around, I would probably be walking with him. If I was there at that time, by all means, I'll be with him. But somehow. I was not there. God spared my life. Hear me, friends. Hear me and hear me well. If you are alive today, God has spared your life so that you can have an encounter with him. So pray, Bishop, preach. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Some of the sicknesses that have killed people, you had it and you didn't die. And you are still here. Some of you even had COVID and you are still here. People died, but you are here. Can I preach? I'm ending in the next three minutes. Listen. The blood. The weight. Your mother's prayers. Your near-death experiences. Are you still here? I'll give you two more and we are done. Are you blessed today? I said, are you blessed today? Listen, your Sunday school teacher is a roadblock to hell. How many of you went to Sunday school? Sunday school. Can I see your hand? Your teacher taught you many things. What are some of the songs that we, we, we learned in Sunday school? Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are but he is strong yes jesus loves me yes jesus loves me yes jesus loves me 
for the Bible tell. How many of you learned the song? Learn the song. All of them were supposed to bring you to God. It was a roadblock, 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 roadblock. What other song did you learn? Pardon? B I. Pardon? Sing it, sing it, sing it quickly, quickly. We are preaching. Read your leave it, leave it. Pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray. Toby, you know it. Everybody sing it. If you want to go, if you want, I'm watching your lips. I'm watching your lips. Read your Bible. Pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible. Why did you learn such a song? Because those songs are supposed to bring you to God. How, did, how come you forgot about those songs? How come you forgot about God? How can you forget about serving God? Victor, if you want to jokes but they're supposed to bring us close to God never forget your Sunday school teacher but this boy says when he grew up when he grew up I don't want to go to Sunday school I don't want to go to church again jump over the blood jump over over the way jump over your mother's prayers jump over your experiences and now jump over go, go back Jump over your Sunday school teacher. I don't need him. What a shock. What a shock. God has put roadblocks for your way. All principle to prevent you from destruction. Finally, the last roadblock, roadblock for this morning is your pastor. Hallelujah. Are you still here? This preacher you are watching today, this preacher who is talking to you today, I am not mad. I am not beside myself. I'm not I'm not shouting because I because I've eaten some amala and my stomach is full. I'm here to talk to you about your soul. God sent me to Ibadan because of you. Am I talking to anybody here? You're encountering a preacher who could have been anywhere else by the grace of God. I've been to more than 30 countries. I've preached in many places. But somehow, I find myself in Ibadan this Sunday morning, looking at your face. My friend, look at me in the eyes. Look at my hands. I'm talking to you today. I'm preaching to you today. There's a reason why you responded and came to church this morning. I'm your final roadblock. At least this morning, I'm a roadblock. If you want to go to hell, jump over the blood. 
jump over your, over the way jump over, over over your mother's prayer jump over your your your, your experiences jump over the, over the way and now jump over the preacher tell yourself this preacher is crazy tell yourself this preacher is mad tell yourself this preacher is, is funny just make a joke of the preacher as i'm preaching as i'm about to end the service today i came to talk to you i'm serving as a roadblock for you don't let the devil destroy your life but look at the gentleman start jumping again start jumping again from here from here in other words i don't need a blood jump jump i don't need a blood number two i don't need what the word number three number three ah my my near death experience i don't need it number four number five which one is it this your very good mother's place your experience this is what jump over it what a shock the final one jump over me 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 my brother need this preacher i don't need this pastor i don't need message i don't need this message this message is useless this message does not, does not affect me i don't need it look at him today today in this service i don't know who is you jump over so many hurdles today god says that enough we hear your pastor preach hear your pastor's word hear the word of salvation what must I do to be saved? Today, don't walk away from your pastor's message. Today, I came to challenge you. It's your door of salvation. I preach to all types of people. I preach to yellow, white, blue, green, all types of people in the world. Today, I'm in Ibadan. Talking to young people here. Old people here. Wives, singles, husbands, and all types of people here, educated on whatever level you find yourself. I offer myself as a roadblock. Don't refuse the word God has given me. Don't refuse the word of salvation. For if they reject this word, how shall you escape if you neglect a great way of salvation? There's no other way of escape again. If you keep on saying no, 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 no. A time comes when God says enough is enough. Stand to your feet. Everybody say where you are. It's a very serious moment. Please. Very serious moment. Please for, for guests for a few. Don't go to the bathroom or anything. Just stay where you are. No more talking, no chatting with your friends. Just let give God absolute rapt attention. Kato Shaka Bahataya. I came to Ibadan not to make money. I came to Ibadan not to no 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 not to have fun. I came to talk about your soul. I came to talk about eternity and where you spend eternity when this life is over. When this curtain is drawn, where will you spend eternity, my dear friends? As we pray this Sunday morning, when he said, Bishop, I want to take God seriously.
I don't want to have neglected I've neglected the blood I've neglected the word I've ignored my mother's prayers I've forgotten about near-death experiences that I had even my Sunday school teacher who taught me some of these basic songs I've forgotten them Ha! Ah, but today I'm willing to respond to the salvation word God has given you close your eyes with me everybody from the back to the front please let's give God absolute respect close your eyes wherever you are standing at the back to the front everywhere today my name is E.H. Saki. my bishop Bishop Dagwood Mills sent me here go build churches go preservation and I'm here today to talk to you about eternity eternity is real eternity is real I don't know how old you are maybe 16 maybe 21 maybe 32 maybe 49 maybe 62 I don't know who your age I don't know who you are maybe you're a student maybe you're a worker maybe you finish school maybe you're various stages of life today is your day of salvation don't let today pass by without an encounter with Jesus as every head is bowed and every eye closed if you are here this Sunday morning when you say Bishop I want to take God seriously I know I'm a sinner I've sinned against God I've done many wrong things but this Sunday morning I want to give God the chance to take control of my life I want Jesus to take control of my life I want Jesus to rule in my heart as every head is bowed and every eye closed from the back to the from side to side if you are here right now when you say bishop pray for me I need Jesus in my life lift up your right hand and I shall pray with you let your hand go higher than your head please this is the most serious moment of our service the most serious moment of our service Ronald can you take this flower away the most serious please lift your right hand up high lift it up high lift your right hand up high if you want me to pray for you today you want Jesus to come into your heart you want to take God seriously lift your right hand up high I'm going to pray for you father thank you for all these many hands which have been lifted let today mark a day of salvation a day that you answer their prayer what must I do to be saved Paul said believe in the Lord Jesus Christ you and your household shall be saved father look at every hand that is lifted touch them save them make them brand new people now listen if your hand is lifted up I want you to walk from where you are and come to me here come come to me in the front here come Come on to Jesus. Come to the front. Come At the back, come, 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 come. Keep Jesus. coming. Keep coming from the back. Every one of you. Your hand is lifted up. Come, 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 come. I'm waiting for you. Please, I'll just help them to come. Today, come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. I'm waiting for you. Let him Please, don't say no to God. Let him come. Let him come. I know many of you have to come today. 
come to Jesus. Come from the side. Let him come. Have them to come from the side. Give yeah, give us the Let come. jump over this roadblock. Don't jump over this roadblock. God is trying hard to prevent you from going to hell. God is trying so hard. He sent his son. He gave us his word. He had life near death experiences. You had. Your mother prayed. Your parents prayed for you. Ah, you have had your son has taught you. And today, I'm talking to you about your soul. Wherever you are standing right now, if you are in the congregation, you want to join us. Join us now. Maybe you should serve God, but you are backsliding. You are turned away from God. Today, come back. Come back to God. Come back to God. Come, join us. Join us. Say, Bishop, I'm going to take God seriously from now. I'm not going to joke about God. I'm not going to joke about life. I'm not going to joke about eternity. Now, lift your two hands with me. Let us, the whole church, join us say this prayer. Say, dear Lord. Dear Lord. Say, dear Lord. Dear Lord. This Sunday morning. This Sunday morning. I gave my heart to you. I give my heart to you. I received Jesus. I received Jesus. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Forgive me. Forgive me. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. I promise. I promise. That I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. I will trust in you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Today is my day of salvation. Today is my day of salvation. Say today is my day of salvation. Today is my day of salvation. Jesus. Jesus. I open my heart to you. I open my heart to you. Help me. Help me. To serve you. To serve you. Help me. Help me. To follow you. To follow you. Help me. Help me. To walk with you. To walk with you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. From this moment. From this moment. I am a child. I am your child. From this moment. From this moment. I am born again. I am born again. I will serve Jesus. I will serve Jesus. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Say after me. I will serve Jesus. I will serve Jesus. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. From today. From today. I am your child. I am your child. From today. From today. I belong to you. I belong to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For receiving me. For receiving me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For washing away my sins. For washing away my sins. 
away my sin. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For making me a new person. For making me a new person. From today. From today. My life belongs to you. My life belongs to you. From this moment. From this moment. My days belong to you. My days belong to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for these wonderful lives. I pray for every one of them. Let today mark a day of a new beginning. Amen. A day of a new beginning. Amen. Have your way in their lives. Amen. Be glorified. Amen. Let them never fall away. Amen. Let them never turn their back on you. Amen. But may they serve you Amen. and follow you Amen. the rest of their days. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, God, listen, listen, don't go away yet. God bless all of you. Listen, I feel in my heart that today your destiny has changed. God has redirected your life. You're on your way to destruction. But God said, no, you'll not be destroyed. You'll not be destroyed in hell. But you serve God the rest of your life. Amen. I challenge you. Listen to me. After service, I'm going to talk to all of you. Look at my hands. Look at this hand. This hand. Look at it. I'm talking to you today. I want you to make sure that every Sunday you find yourself in church. Can I have an amen? amen. I recommend this church to come. Let's have a great time. We're going to teach you how to walk with God, how to serve God, how to follow God. And we're going to teach you how your light will shine again. The devil can never turn off your light. Say amen. Amen. So I bless God for your lives. Please go back to your seats. Clap for them as you go back. Are you clapping for them? Eh? Are you blessed you came? I feel a deep sense, a deep sense of the presence of the Lord in this place. I feel a deep sense of the grace of God available for you here today. Kanto shakabahato sataya. Randi kabato randi sabahato faka. Malindo robosh kimrahata kandi basata. Thank you, Father, for salvation, for deliverance, and for setting your people free. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Anybody who is bound by any chain, whether it's alcohol, whether it's tobacco, whether it's weed, anything that has bound you today, I break the spell over your life. You are released from that prison. You are released from that prison. Amen. You are released from that prison. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your power. Jesus. And for your touch. Jesus. And for your anointing. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Well, I thank God for your lives. And uh, we're going to bring this service to a close. And then after that, 
after we take offering tight and share the grace i'm going to we are going to be seated and then they're going to serve us and um because of time and uh who is there please let's we are still in the service i need your attention please right now the communion we're going to have it next week instead all right so we're going to time and other things we just go beyond time and so on so next week sunday we're going to have the communion but we're going to pray for you and i trust god for great great you're going to end the year well i say you end 2021 well say amen amen god is going to show you mercy and open doors for your life amen. hallelujah amen. i want to receive your tithes if you're here and brought your tithes to church like pastor edward shared with us tithe is the door 